0: Welcome to My Hero Notebook, the My Hero Academia discussion podcast where we, like young Midoriya, take notes. Yay! I'm Maddie, and this is my co-host.
1: Connor, it's me. I'm the co-host.
0: Yep. Um. before we start this episode actually I want to clear the air a little bit so oh. last time in our first episode I said that I didn't like any of the other uh, My Hero discussion podcasts that I had heard uh-huh. and I don't want it to I'm not trying to throw shade it was just that the other podcasts weren't exactly what I wanted like what I had said was I wanted a spoiler free anime discussion podcast that started at episode 1 the three that I had listened to on iTunes one of them didn't start at episode 1 one of them was not spoiler free and the the other one was a manga discussion podcast, so there wasn't. It's not that I think they're bad; they just weren't what I wanted to listen to.
1: I believe you.
0: <laughs> okay, I just wanted to get that out there because I don't want there to be any bad blood. No,
1: yeah, I, I definitely got the impression last time that you wanted to start a blood feud <laughs> with the other My Hero Academia podcast, and I, listen, I'm not gonna lie, I was on board. I, I, um, <laughs> I, I have some implements. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to see if I have the receipts. For I'm
0: them. gonna have to call all my if you're going to continue with your threats, because... Oh, no,
1: the, listen, they weren't... I, I was being supportive, like I said. I was going to... Well,
0: thank you. Yeah.
1: But uh, I, I hope Home Depot... Well, well I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm
0: sure they have a return policy. Yeah, right.
1: yeah.
0: Uh, so today we're discussing episode two, What It Takes to Be a Hero. Yay!
1: It's it's basically just like... Um, Episodes one and two are really companion pieces.
0: Yeah, it's, I think it's intended to be watched one right after the other yeah. because there's a little summary um, of what happened in the first episode as the opening sequence for this episode. It kind of runs through uh, Midoriya and his love for All Might and how he always he idolized All Might, wanted to be a hero just like All Might, yeah. and then he goes to the doctor and the doctor says, "Not gonna happen, kid."
1: Yeah, it really just. Perfectly cribbed scenes from last time, in case we we forgot over the past week. Oh, my memory. (laughs) I don't know. Was there how many? uh, Is the mustache man. Is he some kind of, is he a helicopter? I'm not sure. Oh, he's a doctor. That's (laughs) not a helicopter at all.
0: (laughs) I always get those confused.
1: (laughs) you got a lot of the same letters.
0: Helicopter, a helicopter parent. Doctor.
1: Doctor. It's the same thing. It's exactly the same thing.
0: So, the the, epi- the the episode comes back to real time. We're caught up. We're on the rooftop with Midoriya and All Might. Uh, in the last episode, All Might was chasing a slime monster. The slime monster tried to um, possess, for lack of a better word, Midoriya.
1: The be- better word is uh, make a skin suit out of, I think, is, is the exact word. Yeah.
0: Um... It was pretty disturbing, but All Might takes down the monster and Midoriya, starstruck, uh tries to ask questions yeah. of All Might. All Might jumps. He like does a giant jump to like jump away. Yeah. He It's like a shonen jump.
1: Stop. <laughs> Are you just trying to get in get in the jokes you forgot to say last time? Is that what this is?
0: No. I thought I of thought it right now. I didn't even write this one in my notes.
1: Likely story. It's
0: happening live.
1: Likely story. So he
0: jumps off, and Midoriya clings onto him, and they end up on this rooftop. And that's where the episode opens.
1: Yeah, well, and, and in particular, it, it, it restates uh, up to the point where the last episode ends directly on... Midoriya, like, just asking, you know, can I be a hero? Yeah. And, and, and we, we go through that, um, and that's that's exactly where we take off, and, and we get some some nice, fun, immediate tension after that.
0: Yeah. so Midoriya is kind of rambling about how, like, All Might's so inspiring, he wants to be just like him, and he blushes a little bit, which is adorable. Uh-huh. Uh, and he doesn't, he's so wrapped up in his own thoughts that he doesn't even notice All Might's starting to smoke. Yeah, like not—he didn't pull out a cigarette and a lighter and start smoking. His body is like emitting smoke.
1: And I, I really do wonder, um, because it, it's, it's not like this is going to become a recurring theme. Um, but here, and even the very first time that we see this happen, I wonder how much of the smoke is actual smoke, and how much of it is artistic license, um, just sort of like an indicator that he is like. You know, running out of time uh, so or something. So, you mean like it that.
0: might just be like a visual device for the viewer that doesn't exist in universe?
1: Yeah. It, it, just because, like, or, or at least is almost only there for comedic effect. Right. Because, Cause, because um, what immediately happens is so he starts to smoke and then becomes like skinny um, and, and whatnot. And like the smoke clears and Midoriya right. sees him. But. How much of it is the smoke clearing, and how much of it is Midoriya? Like he was in this entire little monologue, or like you said, he was like blushing. Right, like he was very much in his own head.
0: It, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, and, and I so I'm, i i honestly am not sure. I tend to think that it's an artistic device. Yeah. Um, and I—I th- I think that there are a number of those, like sort of special effects. Throughout the show, this is the first one that pops in, but there, I think there are a couple.
0: Interesting. That's not something I usually pick up on, so I'll be interested to see to hear your um, perception of them in future episodes. This, I think, that is a good point because how else would you indicate to the viewer other than like all night? Breaking in every so often, and being like, "Oh no, I'm about to run out of power." Like in his own mind, right? I mean, he could start sweating or whatever. I mean, it makes sense that smoking. Yeah, is... it
1: it works, and I I think the only other way that you know, because we learn pretty quickly, the reason why this sort of happens is in a fight five years ago, specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, he was injured. In Not such the a way. fight
0: against toxic. No, which though.
1: listen, I got some I got some things to talk about. We're gonna dive okay. into this thing, but like, um, like you could say you could show him like like feeling pain and whatnot but you know this is obviously is shown in fighting anime and he's gonna be in fights and I think it, it is important to have a dis- distinction between when all might is in regular old pain and when he is about to hit his time limit or depower power or yeah. whatever this is so that that's my I, I'm also like I'm not married to this idea um... I I absolutely could be convinced that uh it's the smoke, and I honestly, I I want now like yeah keep an eye out and see if uh if you think you see moments where oh no it's the smoke is actually real because I, right, I, I, I this yeah. is
0: the only time that we see someone around for all might well this is the only time we see it happen to all might powering down well no we so see far. him it, yeah, at the end of this episode yeah, that, we do but there,
1: there will I think there will be other moments um throughout that that maybe people see it perhaps. Oh yeah, or or, or at least, or at, least or at least that Deku perhaps might see it, like you said, right. part of this episode. And I just you know, I'm really looking for maybe I'm dagged duty this. I want someone to almost like cough on that smoke to like really let oh, me know yeah. that, it's, that it's real, <laughs> that you would know? Be really funny, which yeah. which would be its own weird thing. It's like is that is, is that sweat smoke? Are they coughing on his sweat? That's kind of
0: maybe he just got a cold. That's
1: kind of groaned, but whatever. <laughs> um, but uh,
0: yeah. Oh, so all Might's, Form when he's thin it really reminds me of Edward Elric from another famous anime Full Metal Alchemist.
1: Who you call it, a tiny little microscopic yeah. bean sprout.
0: I think it's the like the shape of his hair okay. for some reason just evokes that image to me.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, I, I kind of see it. <laughs> I mean, he's got the, All Might, especially now I, I talked about before in the last episode how All Might is kind of like drawn differently. Right. Um. And and again, I think this, this takes it up Two Eleven, we're now in his like sort of smaller form. He becomes so incredibly angular as to seem like alien,
0: Um,
1: and it. Personally, I I think it's, um, it just sort of lends this kind of like otherness or wrongness to like you know he is supposed to be this comic book hero, Mm -hmm. and like he his his edges are filled out and he is proper and he's in his element when he is strong. And, like, this form, well, maybe it's maybe his natural form or, what, or whatever, his original form or whatever. Like, there is something that's not quite right about it. Like, right. He, he looks wrong.
0: It's not just that he's gaunt. He's, like, it's, you're right. They, like, make all of his, underneath his brows all black other than his yeah. pupils. And his
1: brows, like, bizarrely protruding as yeah. well. and Yeah. He's,
0: like, it's like a skeleton almost.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, so I, I, th- I think it's, again, it's, it's an interesting, it's a great way to show, like, these are wildly different
0: absolutely things here. So then the scene uh, cuts over to Oh no no, no.
1: we're we're not Oh, d- does it cut? To, yeah,
0: yeah. Cuts over to Bakugo, uh, walking with his school chums. I noticed that he still hangs out with Finger Boy, but not, uh, Draco. Yeah,
1: I was gonna point that out too. Uh,
0: maybe he went to a different school because the when we see them in the flashback at the b- very beginning of the anime in episode one, uh, they're clearly like toddlers. They're probably in kindergarten. or Yeah, so elementary may- school maybe he days.
1: just transferred away or something. Yeah, or maybe more likely, Bakugo was mean to the kid because he's overweight. Yeah, like that's possible. Yeah, I feel like it's really I, possible. I could, yeah.
0: That seems very likely, uh, especially because even like even the bully friends think that he's gone too far at this point. Yeah. They're like, "Hey, didn't you used to be friends with Midoriya? and then you told him to kill himself?" It's
1: like rough. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. So, but and, and, and I mean, I I, I will say uh, this this scene does kind of um, make me a little bit annoyed. Like if we're still establishing our characters and whatnot. Right. But the immediate cut to our like only other named character in the entire show right now, really. Like Bakugo. Yeah, like we, we we've got some of the heroes and whatnot, but is the only like other kid who's named. Yeah. So it becomes clear exactly what's about to happen which is a little bit frustrating. Yeah. Me, but they're trying to tell their story, and that's fine.
0: Yeah, so the slime monster comes yeah, out. Yeah, the slime monster. Now, there's a few things that I want to say about the slime monster. Number one.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm prepared for this. My body's ready. Just hit, just hit me with it.
0: Why middle school boys? Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Listen, he, he is uh, a victim of circumstance, and I will not have you... <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there. And we're done. I'm done. I'm I'm done addressing Uh, that question.
0: My next one is: I thought in the first episode they showed the slime man being trapped in two. Soda bottles. Yeah. And in this one, I thought that they only showed all night dropping one soda bottle. So is it like just the brain part of the slime monster is what controls the whole body, and the other like slime extremities don't matter? Or I I, th-
1: I think this just has to sort of get waved. Um, it it yeah, because you only see the one bottle. I believe with Fall. his like with his like well in in this scene you you see it like because it gets oh, yeah, back yeah, like, like kicks the one bottle. Yeah. And, like, that's the one that has his eyes and mouth in it. Right. And, you know, it, it's really not clear if he has, can he, like, control where all of his slime body is and whatnot. Yeah, it seems yeah.
0: like he can kind of grow it at will. Yeah. Because he, well, even in the first episode when it's attacking Midoriya, it's much more voluminous than would possibly fit into two two-liter bottles.
1: Right. So it, it's it's just odd. And I I think it's not just not explained. We have to just sort of roll with it, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, definitely I agree. There there's a a volume problem or a mechanics problem going on here with definitely with the slime masters. Yeah. Whatever so it is If you want if we is.
0: wanna hand wave it, not a big deal. Maybe yeah. it'll become important later, maybe it won't. Uh so then they it cuts back to uh All Might and Midoriya, yeah. and Midoriya realizes what has happened to All Might, Mm -hmm. and, uh, All Might starts to basically, he tries to let him down easy and says things like, there's plenty of fear behind that smile.
1: Okay, no, 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 you're skipping over the amazing line about sucking your gut in at the pool? How (laughs) dare you? It was amazing.
0: Go right ahead. It it was,
1: like, it was such a great, like, like imagery for Yeah,
0: this. it's such an easy to understand visual when you put it that way. Yeah,
1: and, it's, and especially what I, what I think is kind of cool about this is that that idea is actually like a real thing. Um, both, like, like also like in, in psychology. So like, there's this thing, like the Superman pose or the Wonder Woman pose where you stand with your chest out and your and your hands, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, your hands on your waist, whatever. It like literally sends chemicals and like signals to your brain to tell you to be more confident huh yeah and, and so i'm gonna
0: remember that and next time i have to go a work presentation
1: it's it's similar it's a similar sensation to like when if, when you make yourself smile you actually start to feel happier like it's like there's there's a physical connection in your brain of like oh i'm smiling i must be happy like uh, uh, upload those endorphins or oh, whatever yeah this is similar so like that sort of confidence like pose i just i just love that like cause it's just like yeah you know those guys are trying to look that's me that's me, I'm just trying, I'm sucking in, I'm sucking in my gut. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is especially the Harris, because he doesn't have a gut.
0: Right, he literally <laughs> does not have a stomach anymore at all.
1: Which, I'm really hoping is, like, a weird translation, or that they have the ability to, like, give him a replacement stomach or something. Because he's, Could be. Because he's dead. If he, no, no, if no, he no, doesn't no. have a stomach, he's dead.
0: No, didn't you hear about that guy? There was this guy. He, this is a real story. big stomach? No. Oh. He, he, unfortunately, um tried to end his own life and uh he tried to drink bleach or drain cleaner or something to that end uh and it like ruined his esophagus and his stomach and they had to remove that and so they connected the end of his intestine to his throat so he can eat and live and he's alive
1: i guess he's just less efficient and probably has to have a restricted diet
0: that's exactly what it is it has to be like Pretty much only milkshakes and stuff that are... Not milkshakes, but, you know, like, like a shake... Ver- like, a yeah, blended version of a food. Nothing that... Because you can't... You don't have any way to digest it. And you he has to eat pretty much all the time because the... Um, intestine is not as good at taking nutrition out yeah, as the so stomach. He's probably, so he's, like, constantly eating, basically, blended vegetable juice to stay alive.
1: Okay. I'm gonna imagine that that's not the case with him, although... Right, because I, we
0: don't see all Mike constantly yeah. drinking anything you know
1: (laughs) kale smoothies um but that's cool that's very cool but yeah i i have to imagine they have some sort of reconstructed stomach for him or something
0: yeah i mean this does seem to be Mm. a society that has a a few major differences from ours which
1: does speak to how drastic the injury must be they say it destroyed his entire respiratory system and his like most of his respiratory system and like all of his stomach. Yeah,
0: and like a nasty scar. Yeah,
1: like it's a really it's like a sucking wound. Like it's it looks really right. It grody. looks like
0: his whole body is puckered around. Yeah, that
1: which I, point. I I think again it is is a good example of like it, it almost stands out art direction wise like it, it like it actually is a little bit unsettling to look at, and I think does a good job of drawing like like okay we've been like kind of like like we have a giant lady we we've got. Like, a fire hydrant man, but, like, this, like, actually looks painful and bad. And they do, I think, a good job of, like, juxtaposing. Like, okay, serious. This is a serious injury.
0: Right. And I think it's actually cool to be exploring this world of almost fantasy injuries. Mm -hmm. Like, it it looks like he took some sort of giant blast punch right to the abdomen. And that's not a kind of injury that we would see in real life. So it's interesting to see how they had to think about the physics behind it and draw it. It reminds me of, um, I think I've referenced this before, but Zuko in Avatar, the last airbender Mm. and how he has the scar on his eye from being hit by a fireball. And that's another scar that you, you don't see very often in real life. I mean, there are certainly burn victims, but that the way that they make it look artistically is different than what a real life burn victim looks like. Certainly.
1: Yeah but uh yeah so they, they have they have that uh, the little discussion about toxic chainsaw awesome name for a, yeah for incredible. anything so really cool um, and this idea of like a secret fight which I think is interesting
0: right he didn't want people to know about it and maybe it was because he took such a horrible injury he yeah tried to hide it or maybe it's because the villain is like incredibly evil and or secretive and for some reason all might didn't want to didn't want other heroes to know about this particular villain.
1: Yeah, um, th- but but I think does speak to th- this is one of our this episode has a couple of glimpses, and I, I think I'll skip forward slightly to this. Sure. But this is the first indication of how wildly strong, All Might must be, um, and so we're we're given the sort of thing where he can only do real heroing work for about three hours a day. Right. He says, and this has been going on for five years. Right? Right. And in five years, he has somehow managed to maintain, like, a, this massive number one public image. Right. And no one suspects a thing. That means with, with just three hours a day of power, he is just totally able to, to like, go nuts yeah
0: you like, must be so efficient
1: like incredibly strong incredibly powerful and you're right like there must be some level of intelligence to be like all right i've got three hours what's the most efficient way that i can take care of stuff which just really speaks to just like this is a superman this is absolutely yeah. a, a distinct superman he is wildly more powerful than than what you, what you can imagine yeah and again to jump forward the other display of like just really incredible power he has near the end of the episode where he punches so hard it alters the weather.
0: Oh, yeah. Amazing.
1: Like, I, I think they just do a very good job in both, like, in this sort of background way and this foreground way of showing that All Might is crazy powerful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I wonder if the three hours is contiguous. Like, once he sucks it in, he's there for three hours. Or mm. is it something he can ration? Like, okay, I can probably take this villain out in about 15 minutes, so I'm going to go ahead and start sucking it in now or okay i i have to make sure i have several villains in a row lined up so that i can mm-hmm. make the most out of my three hours yeah
1: well and it's definitely the former i would say by, by looking back at the first episode with what we now know where we see like we don't fully see him, we see him walk out of a convenience store mm-hmm. like in small mode
0: right and, and there's, there's no way that he's there in Buff mode for three full hours before encountering Midoriya.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So. So back to the rooftop scene. Yep. Yep. He's yep, yep. talking to Midoriya, trying to let him down easy. Uh, never meet your heroes, kids. <laughs> because all might just like tell. He lays it right out. He's like, "You're not going to be a hero. You don't have a power. It's impossible."
1: And, and even even gets back to and I, I want to say uh, full disclosure. We when we were talking last episode about this idea of like you know what does a hero in this world look like why couldn't he just be a police officer? Might actually addresses this. Yeah, I I did not. I did not remember he did this. Um, but he talks about how yeah you can be a police officer. It's a like it's a fine thing you can do, but they get a lot of crap because they're not superheroes.
0: Right. The heroes do all the flashy work, and the police don't. Yeah. So
1: they yeah. Which I, I I again think this this just speaks to what must be this world has been so affected by the existence of superpowers right mm-hmm. and it must be that um everyone's perception of like what a hero is is so tied up with superpowers that like mm-hmm. yeah firefighters and police officers and doctors probably exist but they're just like yeah but you guys do what you know
0: you're just a regular doctor you're not a super doctor with super healing. Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: you can you can set my bone or whatever, but you're you're not out there curing cancer. Like right. whatever, dude. Go back to school. Or like like I, I'm sure that this just kind of affirms my idea that the society has kind of warped its idea yeah. of what it means to be a hero.
0: And it also redeemed uh, Midoriya's mother in my eyes in some way. Not that she was totally like horrible and
1: she, right. Not and, that she
0: needed redeeming at all, but, you know, I do think she could have been a little more supportive, but now with this viewpoint of knowing that uh, professions like police officer, which are open to the courtless, uh, are sort of looked down upon, or at least seen as certainly not heroic, then yeah, it is probably more fair for her to say, to not encourage yeah. these. Yeah,
1: because it, it's... It, it, like, I, I think we're going to be talking about uh, Ms. Midoriya for quite a while. Um just because uh, there's, there's a lot to her character and I think she's a very good character and I think the show treats her interestingly and, and I would say well, just insofar as her development and, like, at I, I, no point do I think she's a bad mother. I think that she just maybe makes one or two mistakes. Yeah, I would um, agree. And, and, and does them, like, not maliciously at all. And I, I, right, like, I, she's yeah.
0: just trying to protect her son. She's not, um, do, she's not, like, abusing
1: him or no, anything. No, and, 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 you know, and, and she could have... She could have even viewed in that moment, if we go back to that first episode, saying, like, if she she might have thought, if I say he could be a hero, I'm, like, giving him false hope. You right, know? yeah. Like, maybe like, she like, didn't want to do that. I do
0: understand where she's coming from, even if I, uh, especially when we had only seen the first episode, didn't really agree with what she did. Right. I could still see that it was coming from a place of love.
1: Yeah. That's a, as a, a good connection. Very fair. The fact that All Might's saying this does sort of validate yeah. her viewpoint. But still, I, I would say... Not cool. Not cool right. on his part.
0: Um, but I also thought it was um pretty humanizing for All Might. He's sitting here in his weakened state, and he shows Midoriya the scar, and then he goes on to say, he uses that as like a teaching moment to Midoriya, and says villains are very powerful. I'm All Might, and I got basically destroyed by a villain. You, if you don't have a quirk, you're not gonna make it. Yeah. You'll, you'll die.
1: Which I mean, again, a pretty reasoned you know explanation of like like kid i appreciate that you're enthusiastic but if if someone's shooting huge fireballs at you and you just hope
0: right he's not you have a good heart
1: you you know he's not trying
0: to be dismissive of midori at all he's just i would
1: say he's being at least a little bit dismissive. i
0: suppose a little dismissive but he's not trying to demoralize him certainly he's just Mm. trying to let him know the reality of the situation but we've, uh, uh... I, I'm just trying to imagine, like, if Bakugo was in the position of All Might in this moment, he'd be like, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> yeah. I, he, Bakugo has uh, <laughs> slightly less bedside manner than the doctor who told Midoriya that he didn't have a quirk.
1: Um, but... Oh, uh, did you have anything else you want to say on that? Um, yeah.
0: just, uh, it's not bad to have a re... Uh, it's not bad to have a dream, just make sure it's realistic. Uh, is interesting to hear from someone that you idolize. Yeah,
1: interesting the word for it, sure. <laughs> I think crushing. I mean for thought. Totally crushing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, I think, the better word. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, he, said, he also says uh, some villains can't be beaten without powers, and then the shot pans down to Midori's feet. That's mm-hmm. something that you yeah. picked up in the last episode, which is, um, as we discussed, the bone in your foot kind of indicates whether or not you're going to have a quirk, uh and since that time every time they sort of talk about midori being cordless or powerless or whatever they pan down to his feet or his feet feature prominently in the shot and they do that here and
1: and then it happens again very quickly after All Might has left uh there's an explosion off in the distance yeah and midori's first instinct which like shows it's it's like really ingrained is like oh man this this is another villain i wonder what heroes will show up and he starts running and he hears All Might's voice in his head, and immediately another shot of his foot. Yeah. So and he, he
0: stops, and he's like sad, and he's like, "Oh, there's no reason to go over there. Like my hero notes don't mean anything this I'm so I'm now." Yeah. yeah. So you know, low,
1: low moment, low moment for our boy. But uh, we, you know, we we cut pretty quickly to um, the the slime monster situation.
0: Yeah. So the slime monster has Bakugo in its clutches, and the entire shopping mall where they are is on fire now.
1: You uh, obviously because of Bakugo just blowing stuff up left and right.
0: Right, it's not super clear to me whether it's Bakugo's self-defense explosions or if the slime monster has some sort of control over his body and is shooting the explosions off. I,
1: I think it's a and not even self-defense thing. I think Bakugo just going nuts and just trying to blow everything up as much as possible, as much as he can.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the only reason that it Bakugo has managed to stay the creature for as long as he has because Midoriya looked like he was only going to last a few seconds yeah. before all my stepped in. Bakugo has been able to hold him off at least long enough for some other heroes to report to the scene.
1: <laughs> I, do, I do actually want to give Bakugo a little bit of credit because we do see him, like, first of all, creepy. Teeth thing going oh, on Oh yeah. Here. Gosh, creepy fingers, creepy teeth. Show. Go easy on me, please. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. a body horror. Anyway. <laughs> but there, there is a moment where uh, I think, really, without any explosions, he does just like pull himself free for another breath. Yeah. Kind of, with just sheer physicality. So I, I mean, like. I, I do think it speaks to, we see these two characters in a similar situation and pretty quickly last episode, Midori was like, please someone help me, please someone help me. Yeah. Like, I can't deal with this. Whereas obviously Bakugo was like, get off of me, I will kill you. Right. Like, how dare you? So like, I, I do think that juxtaposition of, like, Bakugo is a fighter. Like, 100%. Oh, for sure. He, he will go down swinging and exploding. <laughs> so I want to give him at least a little bit of credit that like, he, I, well, maybe his explosions are helping him survive. I think also his sheer stubbornness and physical movement are also keeping him alive right
0: and that's actually something else that i wanted to talk about so the slime villain says that he thinks he could beat all might with bakugo's power
1: yeah i just assume that's a load of crap personally but it's an interesting thing to say
0: yeah and i'm sure in the moment the slime monster because he was just kind of taken down by all might is focused on Beating All my And obviously, All Might is recognized as the best hero, so you're mm-hmm. thinking, oh, I could take down the best hero with this. But really, to think that this quirk possessed by a middle school boy, a boy. is going to be strong enough to take down the strongest with, hero with one punch. With one punch, that's absurd. Yeah,
1: just st- stupid. And yeah, just hubris. <laughs> Pure hubris. Pure hubris. <laughs>
0: so in this scene, we have the first um instance where the heroes are kind of outclassed
1: yes oh and before we get into it i, I want to apologize last episode uh uh his name is not dead arms i said last episode his name is death arms
0: yeah i did sorry. i wrote it down because i actually heard it in this episode yeah
1: sorry everybody uh i think i got close enough though so I get yeah. par- i get partial credit
0: yeah you were probably confusing it with like deadlift because that's also like a strong thing anyway could be <laughs> so,
1: yeah,
0: death arms is right there um, he rushes in to punch the slime villain, and it doesn't do anything, and, uh, he actually mentions maybe a stronger hero's punches would work, and that kind of goes back to what you were saying in the first episode, how there's almost this, um, tier system of right. heroes that have the same power and the same quirk, but at different levels. Yeah, so, that, that, clearly, I mean, we did not see Death Arms punches change the weather like All no. knights did. But,
1: yeah, but clearly, Death Arms is, you know, we've seen him do strong things, Yeah. but, like, not all Might is not just a tier above he is echelons oh for sure above
0: and that's a good point that death arms is strong we see him do strong things more so in the first episode than this one but uh he's at least strong enough at the only thing he can do which is punch hard to become a professional
1: right so he he must be quite strong yeah right so. Uh,
0: so we also see the the baseball guy. I didn't. Gosh, I don't do, know if they named him, but he made I several baseball, so puns. baseball puns.
1: so many baseball puns. in quick, in like, rapid fire. Yes, amazing. It was really delightful.
0: Then we had backdraft, my fave. Uh
1: huh. He's here.
0: <laughs> he's here, not pulling his weight. He is putting out the fires and asking when the fire trucks are going to arrive. And I understand, like, you got to keep the collateral damage to a minimum. Backdraft is a rescue hero.
1: Is he? I still don't know from his name, because it sounds like he's going to blow something up. (laughs) I'm going to be on this forever.
0: I'm pretty sure Midoriya says in the first episode that Backdraft is a rescue specialist. Yeah, I'm just not Uh, convinced by that. But either way, right, like, Backdraft is a firefighting hero. He squirts water. He should be the person taking the lead on this... Uh, fighting the villain. Yeah, I just
1: don't think Draft's a very good hero, uh, I, especially I, considering. Unfortunately,
0: I'm gonna have to agree here. I I love Backdraft. I'm sure that he's a great rescue hero, but I really think he misplayed this. Well, uh,
1: especially considering, like I think they just not they just don't really go into him more or whatever. His power is not that he can shoot water. He has like telekinetic control over water. Remember the first... In the first episode... Yeah, a, he
0: makes that change yeah, to prevent with, the... Yeah, like, with like a... With like a don't pass symbol in it. Yeah. yeah, so...
1: You know, just make making himself a firefighting hero.
0: He's just... just he's being lazy. I'm just saying he's being lazy. All right? <laughs> you Back, think he's not living up to his potential. I don't...
1: Yeah, I think Backdraft is is just coasting. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> then, oh, so Mount Lady shows up and she ah. says, Oh no, my only weakness. Oh. I need at least two lanes of traffic. I think that's such a cop-out. Like, she can see, obviously, she's tall, so she can see that it's not going well. And she's like, oh, no, I can't go over there. She could easily size down okay. and approach no, no. and then size back up.
1: Well, I, I mean, I, I think perhaps not. If only because she has only one setting, which is massive, and we perspective is kind of hard here. But we can maybe assume that if she were to, like, size down, walk up to the slime dude and size back up, she'd still be too big for that area.
0: For the shopping mall area? Yeah, for wherever Baku is. That could be. And,
1: and, and this does tell me she only has two sizes. Normal human size and massive.
0: Right. It does not seem like there's a... Um, like a control aspect. Yeah, there's no sort of, uh, what am I trying to say, a spectrum. Yeah. She doesn't have, like, a size spectrum. Yeah. It's all the way big or regular human size. Yeah.
1: Which is, which is uh, a little bit frightening, if you imagine, because... Uh, like, you know, I, I think there are certainly some quirks that seem horrifying when they must first manifest. Like, was there just, like, a four-year-old that suddenly destroyed a house when she realized she could become giant but was a four-year-old?
0: Yeah. Or maybe it didn't destroy the house because even, at, like, it's if it's proportional to her size, then maybe a four-year-old...
1: Was just... Destroyed a room. Size. Just destroyed yeah, a room. Yeah, just the room. Yeah.
0: Not the whole house. Yeah, You just but... get a contractor in there. You're good to go. It takes, like, a week. You have to rent a hotel stay with the in-laws and then you're back in business yeah
1: or or you know if you're if you're uh, death arms and you you know accidentally <laughs> kill your dad maybe you just kill your dad oh no why yeah. would you be punching your dad in the yeah, first place? you don't have to punch your dad you just be like you're like i'm a baby i'm hitting you on oh. your cheeks and you're dead <laughs> <laughs> smash
0: so, yeah. yeah
1: so just a mild little dad just dad. So, you know food, food for thought everybody but <laughs> hey M- m- moving on so she can't do anything
0: right uh Kamui Woods is there and he obviously says yeah wooden fire not they don't mix yep um but at the same time he is using his preemptive binding lacquer chain prison to rescue uh some of the people that are caught up I don't know that he's using fire. that
1: exact move I think he's just
0: okay I just wanted to say I know you did I'm sorry okay. I'm sorry
1: I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. But
0: he, he's got him like wrapped up in his twigs
1: <laughs> branches
0: in his branches that's probably better he's got them wrapped up in his branches and he's like sprinting away from the fire but you gotta give him credit he's going in oh there. he went he saved he, he
1: saved like the most people
0: yeah he saved the most people he's obviously got the least suited quirk for this uh like his body is made out of wood it's not like uh backdraft who has telekinetic control over water he doesn't have telekinetic control of wood his body is made out of wood He's really risking his own life here yeah, you in a way that I him. think a lot of the other heroes aren't. So, Kamali uh, Woods probably my current favorite pro hero of the ones that we've seen I think so he's far. solid.
1: I think he's super solid. I do
0: love the baseball pun guy, though.
1: We <laughs> don't even know his name. <laughs> yeah, we
0: don't know his name, but he made several baseball puns. And, and that's, you, that's all it takes you, to get. If your theming is on point, that's a lot of points in your favor. Okay,
1: fair enough. <laughs> a lot of
0: home runs.
1: Don't. On the p- Don't do it. Points, points right. runs scored
0: i don't know we'll get there we'll workshop it i don't think we have to <laughs> so then uh all might says the thing he says the name of the episode he says the thing
1: well not not quite he
0: says what it takes to be a hero
1: well okay it, it, it <laughs> ends up at at the spot and he sort of like, like wow i might my, my, i came here without even thinking about it you know, again, sort of yeah. speaking to, he's, he's got these, like, really ingrained fanboyisms, which yes. I appreciate a lot. Um, and, and All Might is also there, because All Might took off to be over there.
0: Right, but they don't know each other are there. They're both no. in the crowd, and they don't see each other. Yeah. The crowd of onlookers.
1: And there's this whole sort of, I think, pretty interesting um, dual internal monologue that happens, where each of them are like kind of saying a similar thing, where they're both blaming themselves right. for what's gone wrong, which I really like, because again, we, we've just come off of All Might kind of being being mean to a child, Right. and so it's not it's it's nice to just get this sort of immediate affirmation. Like he holds himself to a very high standard. Yeah. Um, he obviously does care about people and and is like. I messed up. It's my fault that this, you know, this all this is happening. Right. You know, what whereas there's definitely an argument, like a really good argument, like a the, the truth that it's Midoriya's fault.
0: Now, here's my take on it. Okay. So, yes, Midoriya grabbed onto All Might. Uh-huh. But All Might jumped with those bottles loosely placed in his cargo pant pockets as he jumped in such a way that he was going to fly across the city. I don't think that anything Midoriya did caused those bottles to oh, fall. Oh, no no, 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 that no. They, I think that the mere action of flying across the city in one giant leap would have been enough to cause the bottles to fall. Um, now, uh, I think I think mm. the better point is that all might had to maintain his hero buff form for longer because he was with midoriya that's the only thing that i think is could be fairly said to be midoriya's fault
1: we're just gonna disagree disagree on this one because <laughs> there's a whole thing where I, I i guess i guess some small portion of it is all might's fault because when he first jumps it's probably like he like freaks out he's like let go kid and like midoriya's like shaking and like going crazy, like, don't all No, I'll he's th- not. Midoriya's
0: holding on tight. What, you, what right. you're it's interpreting as the shaking it's is, online. like, his mouth yeah. flapping around. Right, but
1: All trying to shake him off, I mean. But All Might doesn't do that if Midoriya's not holding on. And I think that's the moment where it happens. Mm. But hey, at the end of the day, it, yeah. it, does, well, it doesn't matter too disagree. much. Because plot-wise, the villain does have to get him. Right, you're yet. right. Um, uh, yeah.
0: I want to take this moment to recognize Midoriya's voice actor. I love the way that, no matter what the situation is, Midoriya is always hyped up to the max like he's all whatever is happening is the worst or most impactful thing that has ever happened to midori oh yeah
1: and, and we're and to point out we are listening to this on the dub again reminder and i do think this is a very good dub and you know this voice actor is very impassionate
0: yeah and his, his i feel like his voice breaks in all the right ways and uh, I just want to recognize how good a job he does.
1: Yeah, he does a great job.
0: And I also want to say that it's really refreshing to see Midoriya crying all the time because he's a shonen anime protagonist and he's so sensitive and I love it. He's blush. He blushes earlier in the episode when he tells <laughs> All Might how much he likes him. And he's crying in this scene when both when he thinks it's his fault and then later when he when he does rush in to help Bakugo, yes. he's like crying out of fear or adrenaline or whatever. um... I just find it really re- refreshing,
1: which it, which is again uh, a good segue into he, Midoriya does rush in, um, and I, I think there is there's a cool cool moment. Uh, I was lo- I was looking for it specifically this time, um, but really the reason why he rushes in is he like catches Bakugo's eyes, um, and I, I think I think you know the animators do a really good job of like showing like really scary fear uh like because Bakugo is like being suffocated yeah by the slime monster and like like it's if it, they're very wide people super like small just like really, like i'm gonna die and i don't want to die qu- like little, right, like
0: even Bakugo who we discussed is a fighter he's gonna go down swinging and exploding yeah and he's got this expression on his face that's almost hopeless out of fear and and,
1: that, and and that is what inspires uh Midoriya to to run in
0: real heroism is saving the bully that just told you to kill yourself and ruined your prized possession yeah,
1: he got that but the the book's fine though
0: yeah it's a little worse for wear but you're right it, it is still it legible is. and everything yeah. thank goodness but still yeah. that's that's heroic.
1: Yeah. So And so he, he goes in and, and uh, pretty classic inspires the hero to be heroic mm-hmm. situation. The
0: real hero. Yes. Out. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. All of the um, other pro heroes are like, oh, somebody else with a better quirk's going to come along. And they're all, that's code for, oh, All Might's going to come save us all. I feel like the heroes are too reliant on All Might. Like, especially, I want to go back to Backdraft. Because he really deserves (laughs) all the credit. You have
1: you have gotten one full one eighty. Man,
0: he sprays water. What's he gonna do to a slime monster? Spray it. Have you seen power washing videos? Spray it.
1: All right. I guess it could. I guess that maybe that would work. I
0: mean, you're right. Maybe his um, water jet is not strong enough. Or whatever, but like, who is better suited to going into this situation where there's fire, a fiery slime monster, than a water power? Well, spear. he's not
1: fiery. He's just a regular slime monster. Right, but there's with fire all boy. around, and that is like right. that's the
0: reason Kamui Woods can't help is because the whole area is on fire.
1: I think I think uh, optimally there would be a um, suction hero. A suction hero. You could suck him up. <laughs> slurp, <laughs> slurp. 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 So Kirby. Yes, we needed Kirby here. But All Might work just fine, and uh, as mentioned before, <laughs> he does indeed punch so hard, he makes a tornado and right. changes the weather. Very cool. Yeah, Detroit and uh, Smash. Detroit
0: Smash this time, so we know it's not limited to states. Last time it was yeah. Delaware Smash, yeah. but it does seem to be all America-themed. Yes,
1: uh, America, so far, like, Midwest?
0: Uh, Delaware is on the East Coast. It's on the East Coast? Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. okay, listeners, um, <laughs> no, Connor is like the is worst be... geography person is it I've ever met. Maddie,
1: is it, is it next to L.A. or New York?
0: I know this one's a joke, okay. so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, D- Delaware is one of the 13 original colonies. Maddie,
1: don't actually do this.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's on the East Coast anyway. Detroit uh, is in Michigan, which is in the Midwest, We so yeah, did Michigan. have that one, right?
1: Detroit. We're not Detroit.
0: Yep. That's a YouTube video. Yep. Um, so, then the the heroes clean up the not-so-glamorous part of hero do you, when you have to clean up the clumps mm-hmm. of disgusting slime all around the city, um, and then they hand the villain off into police custody. But that... I think is another topic of discussion that's interesting: how they detain heroes. Like, what do you do with a slime monster? He could just squeeze between the bars. Is there like a quirk nullification prison? But how would that work on a slime monster? Does his body just become a puddle or something? Or
1: I, I mean, I, I imagine they have. I think do they have like I a think specialized this prison one, for
0: every kind of villain?
1: I think this one's not too bad. Like, there's probably some sort of vacuum-sealed container. That, yeah i guess so if it's it? a prison
0: cell that's like an enclosed room instead of a bar instead of bars on a jail cell yeah. then yeah um but it, d- it does be to
1: like what if you're a smoke monster can you really be contained
0: yeah or a monster that or a, i don't want to say monster because some of them are just people too yeah um like a teleporting villain yeah,
1: like as, How as, do you as literally is it possible to hold on to them no like that yeah so i, I think it's a good question in general yeah, um, they
0: don't really address it enough for us to do anything other than yeah, to speculate. but
1: definitely this guy in particular, I think just like a vacuum sealed container would do it.
0: Well, not even vacuum sealed because that would suffocate him to death. Mm-hmm. But just like an enclosed room, like I was saying, as long as there's not bars on the door or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we're good. Um, but yeah. So and then we we pretty much we pretty much cut to oh well first there's a, a thing that uh, is pointed out as being kind of unfair that like they. They're mean to Deku. Like, how dare you, Sorry, yeah, they, Midoriya?
0: They blame Midoriya, who is the hero that inspires all night to act. Um, and I think,
1: and and they're like praising Bakugo. And
0: they're praising Bakugo, who didn't really do. I mean, he he resisted, but honestly, he made he more made problems. Things worse, he lit everything on he fire. He set things on fire yeah. exactly. Um, but I think that, and I was thinking in, in the way that they talk to Midoriya, and they're kind of. It's kind of this idea that Midoriya caused more problems because he was a defenseless person who now introduced basically two um, bystanders into the situation where they're trying to fight the slime monster. One of the problems that they were encountering fighting the slime monster was that he has basically a hostage inside of him. Yeah. Uh, You can't go all out against a hero that has a child inside of his body. Um, And now there's two children. So of course they're going to chastise Midoriya for that. But it made me reconsider what I had considered um, to be, like, a shortcoming of the pro heroes, where they're they're not going all out. and that, But I kind of rethought that through this new lens of Midoriya basically became another casualty. The heroes that don't have quirks suited for this situation are cognizant of the fact that they could become casualties if they go in and are just another body that the... The real hero that's going to come later, the, the hero with a better-suited quirk, is going to have to be mindful of later.
1: And and, and to be fair, re- really um, putting Deku down as as hard as possible, he he gets lucky. Like he throws his his. backpack backpack, with stuff in it and it just happens to hit the dude's eye which gives him enough time for all might to eventually save him basically right so like you know it It was reckless and he doesn't and it makes me think of like you know a a good a a real world example of like if you see someone drowning and you're not a trained lifeguard don't go try to save them because then then there'll be two two people drowning drowning. drowning. exactly that's exactly what i'm you know so yeah i i think i think there's certainly some merit although you know from our standpoint as as viewers who know that bakugo is <laughs> not, not, a, not a chill dude. He's not
0: nice. And and
1: and uh, Medora is. Yeah. But it still stings a little bit. But, yeah, you know, you're right. Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Uh, so then, yeah, after that scene, it cuts to Midoriya's walking back home, and he's thinking about how he wants to apologize to All Might for causing trouble, but he's probably never going to see All Might again, so he's going to leave him a message on his website. Which is hilarious. Uh, and then... As
1: as if, as if, he, All Might doesn't get so many, probably, like, millions (laughs) of messages a day on his website. Yeah. Yeah. Come on.
0: Uh, and he's approached by Bakugo. Mm-hmm. And we kind of—it's—it's it's gonna go one of two ways, and it goes the only way that it was ever going to go, which is Bakugo doesn't say thank you. Bakugo doesn't acknowledge that Midoriya did anything to help him at all. He just just craps all over midoriya tells him he's worthless and he didn't need any help and don't think you're better than me because of this and he just like rants at midoriya and then leaves
1: what i especially like too is the reason why you think it might go the other way is because of how they frame it like it's like this it's the sun is setting they're walking back like bakugo like runs up and he's like panting and, like, yeah. like, he's, like, he has a little bit of sweat. And it looks like it better be, like, a serious moment. Right.
0: It's, like, the classic, yeah. hey, I guess and it's like we're, like well, we're going to be friends after all. It's, it's a, a
1: well-animated scene. scene. Like, it's, like, actually detailed, And then it, like, switches to comedy animation where, like, he's, like, shouting. Like, he, he's, like, dropping frames. Like, his mouth is just, like, oh, yeah. like open and closing. And that's stuff. it. And then when he turns around, there's, like, a smoke cloud of anger when he's walking <laughs> away. Like, they, they they do, I think, a good fake out with their yeah, animation absolutely. style. So I, I definitely appreciate that. Which, which then, I feel like, is a fun... Um, juxtaposition to when immediately All night shows up and it starts out comedic, where it starts out like he like aha like posing yeah, and like doing sense. all this stuff and like and so weirdly the tone of the scene goes from high to low to low and it's like I I, I think it's just actually a very a very great transition yeah. because of that um, and but I I, I love it. Uh, what was did you did you take did you take the note of the yeah, exact soundbite that so he says?
0: he uh, funny you should say soundbite soundbite. <laughs> but uh, Midoriya says Midoriya was saying that he couldn't talk to All Might at the scene because he was swarmed by reporters. And so Midoriya's like, how did you get away from all the reporters? And All Might says. I stand for justice, not sound bites.
1: Which is hilarious. Yes. I just absolutely because
0: he's the number one hero. He like smiles for the camera and stuff, and here he is saying, uh, "I stand for justice." I
1: love All Might so much. He's, <laughs> he's great, um, but it it, it it does do a you know he he again he like spews blood again, which I don't think we really touched on. But I love the comedic oh, yeah, thing of like every time <laughs> he like he, he, he's like randomly like, spewing blood, which is hilarious. It's
0: hilarious, but I also think that it's. It makes an impact when they play it straight too. When it's like kind of dribbling out of his mouth, and right. he's like, oh no, it's gonna happen soon, and he like wipes it with the back of his hand, hoping no one will notice that he's internally bleeding. Right,
1: which again I think speaks to this is another one of the things um, where I think this is for comedic effect, and he's probably not spewing as much blood <laughs> as he actually is. Yeah. Cause the, cause the, and Cause because and specifically because because while on the one hand this is like a pretty common trope in cartoons and anime, the sort of like overabundance. Of like bodily fluid or whatever, mm-hmm. um, like with blood or tears or or, or whatnot. But the fact that they also show him bleeding a reasonable amount in certain situations, yeah, I think does speak to this is comedic, and you know he's not losing that much blood. Uh, but when we do see him in his his buff form and blood dribbling down his, out of his mouth, he's definitely bleeding. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I think it is an important thing to to notice, but. I, I do I do then then like this scene because then as I said it goes it goes from like a high drama moment, low drama moment, low drama moment, and then back into high drama with yeah. like a, a really heartfelt little interaction between Midoriya and All Might.
0: Right. It's interspersed with these flashbacks that Midoriya is having to being told that he doesn't have a quirk and his yeah. mom trying to comfort him because he'll never be a hero. And then All Might says the words. He says, young man, you too can become a hero. Mm -hmm. And it's like this poignant moment for Midoriya. This is what he's always wanted to hear. With
1: fantastic backdrop With
0: fantastic backdrop, for sure. And it's, all my saying it to him, it's the number one hero. It's this person that he's idolized his entire life telling him, you too can become a hero. And so Midoriya loses it.
1: Oh, yeah. He's but, but
0: collapsed it, on the ground like he's, like
1: he's, like, clutching his chest. And, like, you know, it, it feels very genuine. I've I got to say, like... Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, like, looking forward slightly. Uh, I think we're going to poke fun at Midoriya a little bit for how much he cries um, sometimes. He's a very emotional a very, boy. But, like, but this, this really... I think it's really wonderful, like... It, it's clearly a huge emotional moment for him, and, and, and I'm really convinced of it because of our flashbacks that we, you know, we've seen from when he was a kid, which yeah. was an emotional moment to see, and you know, it, it brings him to his knees, and I, I think it's, I think it's a really lovely moment.
0: Yeah, it really is. And yeah. then, uh, then it kind of goes to Midoriya voicing over yes. uh, at the close of the episode, and uh, naughty Midoriya. Spoilers. How
1: dare he! <laughs> this is now a spoiler podcast, and we are going to have to shut it all down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Midoria. Uh, he says this is the story of how I became the world's greatest hero. So yeah. that's so, you are, we already know what's going to happen. We don't even need to watch the rest of the episodes.
1: And so and so that's uh, I, I spoke about this a little bit last time, um, but it's our framing device, right? And we now know for sure that this narrator is speaking from a place in the future. And fortunately or unfortunately. We know that Midoriya is going to survive until the point where he becomes the greatest hero. Right. right? Um, and I'm kind of of two minds about this. Uh, on the one hand, like, it does take away some, uh, you know, tension. Yeah, because, absolutely. Because, you know, uh, we're going we're gonna to need to depend on characters other than Midoriya for tension. Right, of, because like, no matter how danger.
0: badly Midoriya gets hurt in the intervening time period, we know that eventually he becomes the number one
1: right. hero. And, and which isn't to say, like, you know, of course, you know this uh, these are this is total speculation. He could become the greatest hero uh like in his death. His death could be, could oh, like, like you know sack yeah, Blaze of Glory. And this could be again, it could be like a sort of spirit or ghost speaking to us, you know, in a narrative sense, a spirit yeah, or a ghost. Right. You know, so he doesn't have to survive to the very end of this narration.
0: Right. Or, or it whatever. could even be Like, by default, maybe some cataclysm happens and Midoriya becomes the only remaining person.
1: Whoa. (laughs) I don't think that's the tone. Um, But uh, but the reason why I I think in the the end, at the end of the day, I'm okay with it is because at no point am I watching My Hero Academia, and again, I think I touched on this last time, with the illusion that the good guys are going to lose... The, the bad guys are going to kill off people yeah. that, that the good guys are going to like really truly suffer in like some crazy way that my main character is going to be like horrifically maimed this is this is very much like a, a, a true like love letter to the genre that is like this sort of shonen fighting anime right and to do like if you're if you're coming into that if, you, if you're watching it for that you want the good guys to win like you want them to struggle and whatnot right but you're 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 already on board with the concept and so it doesn't need to trick you and be like oh could the good guys lose potentially because no you you know they're you know they're gonna win And, and i think what 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 i'm okay with is that this show does tend to lean into that idea it's like all right everyone knows we're gonna win so we need to focus on the sort of uh, emotional and dramatic character moments right. make you like the characters you know that like maybe you don't know the exact beats the plot but you know you know that the good guys triumph one would hope right i, I mean it'd be weird with this narration <laughs> if the good guys don't triumph over right. over whatever um so i think at the end of the day i'm okay with that because it knows what it is and it's trying to be this really like uplifting hero show and so i, yeah. I think it's i'm okay with being quote-unquote spoiled Right. Uh,
0: And as you kind of mentioned, there are other characters in the show.
1: Yeah.
0: Period. End of thought. Yeah. Well, (laughs) no.
1: Maybe um, one day we'll talk about them.
0: But yeah, it's sort of, uh, as we saw from the opening, there's going to be a lot of other characters. Yes, it's Uh, not a surprise at all. It's more of an ensemble cast. I mean, yes, Midoriya is the main character, but there are many other characters that get growth and development, and these tense moments and we don't know from Midoriya's narration what happens to any of these right. characters so there is a ample opportunity um for tension through those characters yes
1: which we will not name we won't talk about until no, they until know the show oh, I mean I've never I've never watched this show before in my life I have no idea where am I am I on a hol- helicopter is this are you a helicopter nope you're a doctor nope oh, well I'm lost <laughs> Any final thoughts? Because that's, that's that's about what I've got. Yeah, that's
0: all I had for this episode as well. So well, well, fantastic! Talk. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for joining us. For Absolutely,
1: this. thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next time for episode three of both My Hero Academia and My Hero Notebook. Play us out, Maddie.